I'm Ray. I'm Brie, and it's the R&B podcast, a pop culture podcast where we wrap up each week's pop culture events. How are you doing, Reagan? I am doing, thank God, I am amongst the living. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> they've been, the world has been trying to take your girl out. I actually got in a car accident on Tuesday, so like, as I'm recording, I'm like, hold up with like a neck brace on and shit. But it's okay. We're all here. Oh, my goodness. You texted me that, like, low-key casually. And I just was like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it was doing fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was high-key. It wasn't casual. But, like, there was just no reason for me to, like, be freaking out. So I wasn't. Like, I, wa- I was able to walk away. I have like severe whiplash, but that's whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> I ended up missing some class this week, which I never do. But all my all my professors really cool about it. The guy who hit me was really apologetic and cool about it. So you know, it it could have been a lot worse. So I'm just grateful, that's you know. Too, yeah. You know, how how was your week? It, just so everyone knows, today was. Friday the 31st but yesterday was Thursday and it was Queen Bee's birthday so happy birthday Bee (laughs) thank you thank you um I mean my birthday party was a fun time we celebrated Wednesday night um into like the morning of Thursday and I went to a few bars but I spent my entire birthday setting up for my portfolio review for my major (laughs) so it was like a good time the day before and then my actual birthday was, like, mediocre. But I had a good day. <laughs> no lie, y'all. She literally texted me at, while she was at a bar, one. Oh, my say, gosh. They yes. were playing <laughs> Betty Who at the bar. And I was like, wait a minute. Are they really celebrating this girl's birthday like it's New Year's? <laughs> like- oh, my gosh. It was insane. So, yeah, like. We, my friend hosted, like, at his apartment, like, the pregame kind of thing. Because um, I have a lot of... I'm the oldest of my friends in my class. Like, a lot of my friends who, like, are already wow. one are seniors. Yes. So, like, um, I was like, I want to hang out with my friends. Like, I can't just hang out with only my older friends who I do love dearly. But anyways, so we, yeah, we went out to uh, a bar on campus and, like, I don't remember what the first song was, but all of a sudden, I just hear the opening of Betty Who's Glory Days, which used to be, like, my favorite Betty Who song, like, since she's released two more albums, so I have, like, different favorites, but I just was like, how? I said, God just loves me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) there's no other reason that they're playing Betty Who on a Wednesday night, you know? You're right. They knew you were there. Like I said, Michigan was created with Brianna in mind. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it was good. I don't know. And my portfolio review went well. And that's honestly that all that mattered. I was stressed all week about it. And now I'm glad that it's done. And I'm so excited for the future. <laughs> Yay. Well, happy for you. Yes, well, yes, yes. Well, we took a week off. But... <laughs> This week, because well, we took a week off because let's be real honest, college is college and <laughs> life is a mess. And However, you just heard that one was in an accident and the other one had a review today. 
However, <laughs> we're back, and there's been a lot that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, one, this episode will be coming out, and it'll be Black History Month, so uh, yes. the girls are out here representing for their people. Um, we have, But we do have to talk about some sad news in Black history. Um, a legend died this past Sunday, Kobe Bryant, so we will be diving into a little bit of that and what that means for the community. But also, on the same day, um, was the biggest celebration of music every of each year, the 62nd Grammys. So I'm excited. Bree, let's jump in. Yay. So to start off on a pretty somber, but also a... Like we, I, I don't want to talk about it in a completely, you know, negative way because, you know, he had such an impactful life, especially for me. Um, Kobe Bryant this past Sunday um, passed away along with his daughter, Gianna, and seven other um, passengers in a helicopter crash. Um I mean, to be very honest, I really feel like the world kind of stopped. Um, I was in, I was actually in seeing Little Women for the second time with Miriam. She had come to Austin to watch it with me. And um, I was, I like, my phone was buzzing and I, you know, was just like, okay, I've seen the movie. I can, you know, check my phone. Mm-hmm. And I see, you know, um, NBA legend Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash and I'm kind of like there's no way that's that's true you know so then I like put my phone down and then my sister texts me and then um, other family members text me and mm-hmm. um, I'm like okay maybe maybe there's some validity to this and then it finally came through in like a people's news like alert that it and like I I don't trust any other publication that I get an alert from but people. Like, usually <laughs> if it comes from people, it's true. Like, celebrity-wise or, like, everything? Oh, celebrity-wise. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, literally my heart just, like, fell through the floor. Like, I just, I didn't know what to do. Like, and I, I'm a person who... De- who who always says you know like I don't understand how people can be so devastated when celebrities die like mm-hmm. you know you never met that person like I get it they had an impact on your life like possibly but like is it you know like people who who are like in the streets and in the floor and on like crying and sobbing and stuff like that like I just don't understand it yeah and then a person who because like and I think you get it like when you have a passion for something like you have someone that you look up to mm-hmm. and Kobe Bryant was very much that for me. Like there was at like growing up, there was never a game that he played that I missed. And I like, I can remember him, you know, 2008 winning a gold medal, 2009, you know, being NBA champs, 2010 be a, being a repeat champ. I can remember, um, actually getting to see him like 
play the like play in Dallas um my sophomore year and literally like I still have that ticket I (laughs) like I cried when I got there I cried when I left like I like and I I don't use the word idolize because it goes against you know my beliefs but like if if there's anything close to that, you know, that was Kobe Bryant for me. So it was just, it was hard. And I think it was hard for a lot of people. Yeah. I like, that's the thing. So like I found out through Twitter, I was on Stan Twitter actually. And like someone tweeted it and I was like, that's odd. And like, I went over to like my regular Twitter account. Cause I was like, I'll find this information like easier through here. Um, and like, I saw, it was like on my Twitter moment. So I texted like, our whole high school friend group um and then like I think Malena started like going online and looking it up because she was like the one that was basically updating us with like all the like random alerts that like people were saying like whether or not like his family was on the helicopter or not like how many other passengers like so she was like basically giving us those updates um but yeah it's just like I don't the thing is too is like I because that whole day I was really looking forward to like the Grammy Awards it just threw me back to like when Whitney died and it was the Grammy weekend and uh-huh. it was just like it's and it's so weird to me and it's just like weird because like also I remember like Pulse that happened the day before the Tony Awards that year and I'm like why do these like tragedies happen around these like award shows and it just is like so crazy because like both times like the Grammys managed to like get together some like um like tributes Tribute? for like, yeah tributes for these people um like the day of really quickly but it's just like I don't like it just is crazy to me and honestly like I didn't watch basketball growing up but like I do have a family that does really enjoy basketball um so my mom texts me right away um but yeah, I didn't until I saw that video that went viral of him being like a girl's dad. Like, I like, I, I, no, actually I saw a video of his last like three minutes of gameplay with his like very last game. And I remember like after watching that video, I was like, I get it. Like, I get why everyone is so like m- upset by this. Because um, mm-hmm. like even like I could tell by my little basketball like watching experience, I was like, this man is so talented. Like that was insane. Like what he oh, yeah. do. No, he was a transformative player. And like we, we really have to like I mean, we have to give credit where credit is due. Because the thing is is like Michael Jordan, yes, was like he is the person who made basketball, I don't want to say mainstream, but he made, you know, basketball celebrity and like mm-hmm. basketball players making millions of dollars what it was. You know, Kobe Bryant came into the league and his whole, you know, mantra was, I'm going to not only be Michael Jordan, I'm going to be better than Michael Jordan. And I I think the thing that just solidified it for everyone that this guy is, you know, the real deal and that he is, you know, almost a lunatic when it comes to basketball, like, and that's how good he is, Mm -hmm. is his work ethic. Like, a a lot of people who don't even know what, basketball you know is about know what mamba mentality is and it's just doing everything in your power to be great at what you do you know like he was he wasn't going to do something and half-ass it yeah like 
everything that he did, he was going to give 100% to it, and it was going to be phenomenal. And, like, to your point, like, your earlier point, which is something that just tears me up inside, is, like, he he did that with being a dad, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he, it, he, on this trip that he was going on, it was to take his daughter to um, a basketball game. His daughter and then... Um, one of her teammates and their and her family um, to a basketball game, which is something that they do, you know, routinely. But he was, you know, an advocate for women. And yeah, no, like that. I think it hit extra just because, like, obviously, my dad's a girl's dad. Like, he only has daughters, um, and also like did sports. So, like, I was just like, I don't know. It's just like obviously like don't want to speak into existence but like I could never like lose both my father and a sister at the same time and like I think just like as someone who travels a lot too by air it's just like crazy how like like you're perfectly healthy there's nothing wrong and then this tragedy happens and I think that's what was so heartbreaking for me because just like like my mom's so paranoid about me texting her as soon as I land because, like, it's just, you you'd never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, this was, like I said, this was as easy for him to get on that plane as it was for a lot of people to make their commute to work. You yeah. know, like, this is how he got to practice. It's how he got to games. It's how he got to his daughter's games. Like, it, it he, his main, like, mode of transportation was through helicopter, you know? So, I mean, it's really just one of those freak accidents, you know, because I mean, it's a pilot that a lot of celebrities use. He's a very, you know, experienced pilot. And, you know, sometimes you just, it's hard to say sometimes you make a bad call or like you think something's going to, you know, go some way and then it goes the complete opposite way, you know. <clears throat> but I feel like something that this is also bringing up is like nuance when it comes to um like people that we love like who generally do a lot for the community and for like you know the cause because let's be very honest Kobe Bryant and his wife do a lot for kids specifically in the LA area but like kids across you know the nation and the world in general Mm mm-hmm when it comes to education and just inspiring people like he you know he's he's a great person in that aspect but there have also been people that have come around you know with their whole you know well let's not forget you know 2004 let's not forget you know whatever whatever and I think well and it may just be me being you know the Kobe fan that I am and also the fact that I'm I was very young when everything happened and that I'm not really I don't have all the details of everything that happened um but we have to understand when specifically in this you know space of uh of Black History Month that all of our heroes were not necessarily heroes all the time yeah does that make sense like Something that I learned just this past semester in my Blackness and the Literary Imagination class is that Martin Luther King 
you know, was a serial cheater, <laughs> like, on his wife. And, like, pretty much everyone knew about it. And he was also a, you know, pretty big smoker. And you would never see pictures of him smoking. You'll never see pictures of him or in instances that, which these instances and pictures do exist where he's with, you know, other women and stuff like that. Because you don't want to see that part, you know, of Black history. You just want to remember them for, you know, the good things that they did. And I'm not saying that that's what has to happen here. What I am saying is that there's nuance. Mm -hmm. Like, every good person isn't, you know, phenomenal all the way around. And people also change and they evolve and they, you know, new circumstances happen in their life that make them better human beings. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean. Like, we can't say that, that the Kobe that, you know, the 18 to 20 year old Kobe who came into millions of dollars, you know, and obviously had this huge new ego is the same man that, you know, died with his daughter in his arms just this past Sunday. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a terrible situation. I mean, obviously thoughts and prayers to the family members of everyone involved in that tragic accident um one story that you know needs to be highlighted is Gianna's teammate who was on the flight with both her mother and her father yeah uh, that entire family died and they had a 16 year old daughter at home you know and now it's just her you know she lost both parents and a sister. Um, thankfully, she has a 29-year-old brother who's able to take over, um, I'm, I'm guessing, guardianship of her. But still, her her entire immediate family, as she knew it, is gone. Oh, it's just, it's honestly just so tragic. Like, oh, man. And it's just, it's, I honestly, I don't know. I always think about this with, like, celebrity deaths. It's, like, hard because there's so many people mourning over them. But, Mm -hmm. like, I don't... Because there's always... There's a little bit that we don't know about all celebrities. So, I just, like, the family members, it's probably just extra hard. Oh, yeah. And even to say it's hard is just an understatement, you know? Yeah. We just wanted to highlight and to send out good good vibes, good prayers, and, uh, you know, say goodbye to a legend. Overall thoughts for this fashion this year? I don't know. But the thing is, like, it's going to look bad five years from now, ten years from now. So why am I really critiquing it? Okay, yeah. But at the same time, are we really looking at this Billy and saying, well, it looks good now, but in five years? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you like, really? I mean, some of the looks were, like, there are some really, really great looks, and I feel like there's a lot of, like, looks that I was like, why? Um, but honestly, no. I think Lizzo looks classic. 
I feel like you could put Lizzo in this five years ago, and I feel like you can put her in it five years from now, and she'd still look good. No, like, she was one of the ones that I appreciate, like, what she brought out. I was saying, like, her. I just feel like Billie Eilish. <laughs> that, it's a mess. It's yeah. a whole mess. And I understand it's expensive. It's more expensive than everything in my closet, probably. That's not to be discussed. Well, like, I mean, I just feel like, I I mean, I am not, I don't know how vocal I really am, but I'm not a, the biggest fan of hers. Um, I feel like one of the things I don't like about her, I feel like she's super, super flashy with her clothing. Like, she, I feel like every time I've seen her, she usually has, like, a label, like, all over the place of, like, yeah. the what she's wearing. I also am curious, because I feel like I've always seen her hair like this, and I'm confused how it's not, like, damaged oh it probably is i just and to your point about the fabrics i think the reason that it's so like sh- shocking and alarming to a lot of people is because she is this you know uh white pale white girl <laughs> like 18 year old girl and we see you know rappers look like that pretty much all the time and it doesn't really you know matter um even still i, I don't I, like it when they do it exactly but... that's what i'm saying like it's not like i I don't like this look, period. <laughs> yeah, you can put this on a different person, I still would be like, no. Even if it is like aesthetically like hip-hop or rapper, you know? I still would be like, yeah. not about it. I do and appreciate, it- though, that she continues to stay on brands and does not conform to what people want her to wear, so. You're right. Now, the suit during her performance, I liked that, but which is basically the white version of this. But it didn't have the turtleneck underneath it. So I feel like it was just cleaner. No, yeah. That definitely looked better, for sure. T. But then, like I said, like, then you just have, you you put her next to these classic looks like Lizzo, and it's like, okay. Which one, I'm I'm very proud of her. I expected much less. (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) like, this is her, like, first Grammys. Like, I was like, she came to slay, and I'm proud of her for it. She did. But my heart though my whole mm-hmm. like my chicken cheese and chips like everything miss ariana came to play with no one facts every time they would like whenever they were like in the actual um arena and they would like do like a like um air sweeping of like the audience and i loved when i see ari with like her giant skirt surrounding her i mean she was huge it, she was. I was like, queen. <laughs> and what I love is that it's such a cool tone gray. Like, you you will ne- I don't think I've ever seen a gown in this color. Mm-hmm. You're so right. I don't think so either. Like, it's so scary, to be honest. Well, also, like, I don't know how many other people actually could pull off this color. Like, so much gray. Like, I... Like, it's bold. Like, never been done before. Iconic. <laughs> T. Um, yeah, I, I loved her look. Um, yes, and I, we'll talk later about her performance, but, like, Ari always slays. She always slays, and that is a heavy ponytail. That's not her usual pony. That is a heavy pony. hmm that is true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So her neck, doing work. <laughs> Love that for her. Um, what did you think about little Nas X? 
I feel like we've seen a version of this suit at every, you know, thing he goes to. To some extent, you know, like like the whole Billy thing. Like, you know, okay, we love an aesthetic. But at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's never going to be my favorite. I, I've seen it multiple times. I've hated it every time. My, like, I don't know. I feel like... Uh... I'm kind of upset because it's like I feel like he only really wore this because of like they kept they were really hyping up this like old town road thing um performance and I'm like I'm curious if like they would allow him to like perform panini or something like because I like that's you're so right he does this look similar kind of look every time but I also appreciate some not all he's done some really bad looks but like when he doesn't do like the cowboy aesthetic like he brings some like cool and interesting things to the table so like I was kind of disappointed because I was like hoping that he'd do something different but Mm -hmm. yeah I hear that I just it was I I love that he's not afraid of color and I love that every one thing you can't always say about his stuff is it's going to be impeccably tailored like yeah. He's not going to wear something and it's ill-fitting. You know, like, guys usually come out on the um, <laughs> on the red carpet and, you know, even if it is a kind of, like, um, like a different color, like maybe it's a navy or, like, a maroon or something, maybe it's not, you know, so well tailored. Like, he knows his body well. I feel like he doesn't try and put himself into something that's going to be unflattering, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, claps for that. We love a well-tailored suit. Am I tired of seeing it? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, no different than all these other men that come in black suits all the time, so. You're right. You're so right. But do you know who else I thought looked a hot tail mess? Who? Miss Camilla. I need you to look at this wig. Oh look at this wig. my gosh. You know I already can't stand <laughs> her. Uh, I I like. What? Is I, the, why did she put it on? I don't know. I everything she does though. I've never. I don't know if I've ever really seen her and thought she looks good. Can't lie. I mean, it's so hard because there are times that I see her and with her natural hair, and it's so big and like, but not in a good way, in like a southern pageant kind of way, and I'm like, yeah. no. No, ma'am. And then she comes out with this very straight, very slick black wig, and I'm just like, absolutely not. So I just don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to find a way that she wins. She doesn't. You're so right. (laughs) In in what scenario do I say, you know, Camilla, you look good? You don't, but she wins because she's with Sean, so. I know, and the rest of us aren't. But we I all mean, know how we feel about that. Sean, but like <laughs> <laughs> the best of us aren't. Let's say that. You're so right. The best of us know. <laughs> oh so I guess Camila really doesn't win. <laughs> she doesn't. No, this is 100%. You know someone from our high school would have worn this to prom. I know. I know. You're not wrong. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Anyways, just a uh, question about BTS. Do they always dress like it's going to be 30 degrees wherever they're going? Oh, my God. No, they don't. So the gag is, is like, we, oh, my gosh. 
fuck. Every time they come out on the red carpet, like, I don't understand what their stylists do because it's like, they, I think they sometimes try to like represent each of the boys, like own styles and the looks, but also keep it like cohesive. But also I think that they're just cold, but they were in LA. I didn't even think America's cold. Long story short. I don't know. I do not understand why the red carpet looks don't fit. I do appreciate the turtlenecks, though. I do want to say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they look cohesive. Like, I definitely put them all together. Um, because sometimes you see groups, and it's like, did you guys look at each other before you came out here on this on this red carpet? I will so, say like, that they've had some looks like that, so. <laughs> but today, at the Grammys, you know, they came, they didn't come to play with you hoes. Um, <laughs> I would have appreciated something other than a black shoe as well, but, you know, it's whatever. We don't have to talk about it. Sean, I went up for, I mean, my favorite part about Sean Mendes being at the Grammys was, like, that Twitter thing about people being, like, someone was like, look at this glow up, and someone was like, did he just change suits? He really did. He also wore a suit like this. I want to say to the 2018 Met Gala. I want to say that's when he wore the maroon suit with Haley Bieber. He did. I don't yes. remember which year it was, but I yeah, I have seen this look. I do dressing for guys is hard. I I will give them that. Yeah. I want to say I'm I'm I, I you know what? I'll go ahead and tell you guys. Copyright me this. Uh, copyright me on this. 2018. I'm calling it right now. I think it was that Met Gala that he went with Haley Bieber. And wore the maroon. So it's not a new look. I always like seeing Sean in a suit. I mean, my thing is, I feel like, um, ha- uh, not Harry. Sean limits himself because he's not like Harry and just wears whatever the fuck he can. Exactly. But I feel like Sean is just also not ready for the type of media that Harry gets when it comes to his sexuality. You know, he's just like, you know, I'm doing whatever the hell I want to do. And I don't feel like Sean has hit that yet. I feel like he will, maybe. I if hope he so, because he could pull off these looks. Like, that's what I, I want him to do some outrageous stuff. Yeah, I think he can do it. I He just needs to grow, not grow up, but like, he needs to stop caring so much. I mean, also kind of, I'm like, not negatively grow up. I mean, he is only 22. Like, who are we to? He's 21. Shit, he's only 21? He's a month older than me, sis. I thought he was born in 97. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, then yeah, like, honestly, never mind. I can't be mad at him. Pink is pretty bold for a 21-year-old man. Yeah, and I, okay, here's the thing, too, is, like, I feel like he's done such a good job of making us all forget that he was a MagCon boy. Does that make sense? Like, he already had work to do in order to build this kind of, like, persona and this look, you know, that I feel like he do- he's not going to be comfortable enough to try and break this just yet. Nick and Priyanka looked good. Um, but Priyanka always looks good. Priyanka always, you're right. But like I said, <laughs> Like I, I'll say, I've said it before. I'll say it again. She's too problematic not to look great. Like so you right. cannot look at someone and say, "Are you done?" and look busted. Like <laughs> I, I don't. I have to stand. <laughs> like, and that's the only reason she hasn't been canceled because she said it, and we all had to say, "Yes, ma'am." I, I said, <laughs> "Yeah, 
<laughs> I, I am done. <laughs> yes, in fact, I am. I really enjoyed Billy Porter's look. I also really enjoyed the meme of like the, the closing. Like, yes, the closing and the opening. Have you oh seen opening memes? No, I've only seen people do the reverse so that it could be like goodbye. Oh, it's like I've seen a. I can't think of one specific. Maybe I've seen. A, maybe they were like Stan Twitter things where it was like, um, ticket prices are released and it's like. Open. Oh my gosh. I, it may actually have been a very niche meme now that I think about it. Ugh. I'm sorry. Either way, I love fringe. Like I do. I just love that it's like it looks like a boot. Like it looks like it's a one piece, like where even the boot mm-hmm. is involved. But yeah. it's not. It's just phenomenal fringe. Great bedazzling. Love it. I love the um bracelet. Is that a spider? <laughs> yeah. I didn't re- I didn't recognize that the first time around. <laughs> the fear, the tone of fear in your voice. Leave me alone. It was just a bedazzled <laughs> bracelet. You said, is that a spider? <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. I just want to say... Um, I know we were talking about Kobe, but I did really love how Lizzo opened up the night, be like, tonight is for you, and followed up with a slaying performance. Yeah. I, she sang her ass off, mm-hmm. like, point blank in period. I, I think if there's one thing that you can say about Lizzo is that she is a strong performer. Yeah. Every time she comes on these awards shows, she, like, I, and obviously she does great at her concerts, but, like, she does not play at these award shows. Oh, no. Every, every time that she comes out, the costumes are completely different. The theme is, com- yes. like, like, she just, like, I don't know how she's able to take these huge concepts and then execute them, like, because some, sometimes you see people and you're like, oh, I, I get the, what you were trying to do, but it just didn't, you know, it kind of fell flat. Mm-hmm. No. So we Every time she has a concept, no flaws. Period. We were here for it. Okay. And then we had, you know, like you said, makeshift, however, beautiful um, tribute to Kobe Bryant um, with Boys to Men and Alicia Keys. I think she did what? Let's just let's comment on her real quick I think she did a phenomenal job you were nervous you I said I wasn't nervous I was nervous because I I was on the fence about her first time I really enjoyed her the first time I think I I don't know maybe just because I have a similar vibe but I also just I think she's just really like she's a cool chick and it's just like a great vibe for the Grammys um which I think sometimes the Grammys can take itself too seriously and I think just with her like vibe it helps it just be like it's just about the music. It's just about vibing and having a good time. And I also yeah. think that she is, like, she can bring in, like, she is a, what's the word? I guess, like, non-polarizing woman of color where, like, she could bring the diversity, but, like, middle America isn't mad about it. Oh, yeah. She's non-threatening. Yeah. Um, For sure. We love being light-skinned. However, um, I think, so this time I, like, knew, you know, what to expect. So, like, even when she did, you know, her little songs, like, in between, like, I really loved that, um, 
like the like her song like using the uh the someone the someone you loved like the tribute mm-hmm. to like the the nominated artist i thought that was so creative I it was so. it was just she it was phenomenally sung like great job girly and i also loved too because it was like even though she had a vamp for like technical issues like it wasn't like she was still like having a good time like interacting with like, the artists and the audience and like e- like even though it was like kind of awkward it could have been way worse of like other people exactly like she just she just does a great job i love it i loved it great job alicia keys i would we have her every year honestly exactly like she can be like neil patrick harris and the tonys like let's just keep bringing her back on i would be so glad <laughs> 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 okay um but our next performers were Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani oof I I remember <laughs> we were texting during this before I started cooking um girl mm, mm, mm. I did not feel the love no it was just awkward like and, like this thing in one's eyes for for a whole verse two choruses and a bridge it was too much for me yeah, it was really corny. I, I honestly, I would have taken Senorita over that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but I would. Uh, Brie has, has popped us in the mouth of the sorry, not sorry this early on. I'm so sorry. I, I <laughs> wish it wasn't this way. But, and then something that my sister pointed out to me was that she was never off stage. Like, dear, like while he was singing the first verse, she was on stage. She was just like in the back corner, and they like they and I, and I rewatched. They like showed her, but she they was wanted kind of standing to be, up in the corner. They wanted to be shallow so badly. They, you're so fucking right. <laughs> oh my gosh! But the thing is, like, if you're gonna have her like come into the scene like with her verse. Have her off stage. Why no was she just standing on stage? Dude, it, it didn't make any sense to me. And just like, even on the red carpet, they just were awkward. I don't know. I just, I, I, it was a miss. <laughs> I don't know why they're together. And now I think about it, like being awkwardly cute together is fine. <laughs> You're right. But that performance was not. Yeah. However, the Jonas Brothers come. Yeah. I mean, I I have not been disappointed of their comeback at all, so. Oh, no. I feel like they've already exceeded every expectation. Yeah. Um, and they're always just, I, maybe just because they're brothers. I don't, maybe that's why, like, and they all love their wives so much. It, like, feels like to me, like, their wives are like, oh, yeah, honey, like, you can go have your little family band. And they're just having, like, the time of their life right now. You're right. I'm a little tired of this whole like every time the Jonas Brothers are up, we have to show their wives thing. But, but their wives are arguably better than them. Sorry, I they show their wives because honestly, that's the better half of all the couples. You're and right. that's and it's not even like the Jonas Brothers are not bad. Like not to dog them out, but honest, that is why it's just they're precious. You're right. It's a it's an awe inspiring moment. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, Another okay. earthquaking event. Tyler, the creator. Me and these transitions are a lot. <laughs> you are such the like writer that you are. 
<laughs> I'm on brand. You are on brand. Like, I am not poetic in any sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I love this performance. I thought it was so sick. I, especially, it's like I said, like, any of the EGOTs, when someone does something, like, outrageous and just, like, abstract and just, like, out of pocket almost, I love it. Yeah. It was very theatrical. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> there was great staging. It was staged perfectly. Yeah, and it frustrates me because I feel like so many artists don't utilize the entirety of the Grammy stage like they could, and this performance used the entirety of the Grammy stage. You're right. Oh, oh well. Something you didn't love, though. I'm still it, mad about it. I know. And <laughs> the more that I've like seen on Twitter, the more I'm like, maybe I should have been mad about it, was <laughs> yeah. Usher's tribute to, tri- to Prince. <clears throat> I so my main problem with it is like maybe part of it could have been um swayed because of like Toby dying that day but my thing was Prince already got a tribute like Bruno Mars is the Prince tribute like I want to say two or three years ago um yeah like yeah. I think our high 2017 Grammys I was conflicted because I was like okay who else besides Usher and then you said Bruno Mars did it the first time and I was like oh well you're like wait a second <laughs> wait a damn minute and i think it's just because bruno's been so quiet lately usher did do a great job like i don't want to say like he didn't like he did mm-hmm. a great job he started out rocky let's say that he started out rocky by the end of it i was like a oh. kiss i said yes <laughs> yeah he did all right yeah like but the moment that i had been waiting for my entire life um, anytime she steps on stage, I'm like, this is it. This is my moment. Miss Ariana Grande. I was so happy about this performance just because of what, about what happened last year with the Grammys. Um, and the fact that she got to go on stage and sing Seven Rings, I was like, yes. I Okay. And we'll talk about, we're, we'll come back to this when we talk more about like the nominations and the winners of the award. But I feel like this was Ariana saying, you know, I, I feel like this was still Ariana giving a middle finger to the Grammy, saying, I'm going to get up here, I'm going to do what I want to do, you know, 100%. you're going to like it. You're going to sit here and you're going to listen. You know, I don't care if you think I'm too R&B or I'm too, you know, popular, like what, what my songs aren't, you know, like artistic enough, I guess, in a way, or refined enough. Like she was like, I'm going to get up here in this lingerie. Well, and even still, she started out in a classy black dress. But I saw those straps and I knew it was coming off. I knew we were going to have a reveal. Yeah. And then she even, I feel like there was even a lot of rhetoric going from my favorite things into Seven Rings. Going from, this is, you know, the Disney, you know, kind of person that you want me to be to kiss my rings. Yes. And it was so great. And I also loved it because, like, I feel like some people were still dumb and didn't realize that, like, it sampled my favorite thing. So the fact that she was, like, doing this, like, like, I am. Like, she did start out classically, basically. Like, she was doing, like, theater, like, musicals. So, like, she said, this is where I started and this is where I am now. Like, I Mm -hmm. loved it. I loved it. Exactly. And then she did a great little nightcap on the Thank You Next era. Just, Mm -hmm. like... And this is, you know, I'm putting the ring in the box. I'm going to close it. And then what an era it was. Yeah. Thank you, Ariana. I... Anyways, 
um, someone who didn't hold back and that I feel like gave a pretty emotional performance for who she is. Billie Eilish singing When the Party's Over. So, like, my housemates and I were, like, after, when it's, like, finished, we all were just kind of, like, that's it. Because we kind of expected her to do, like, bad guy or something. But, like, I did not hate it. Mm-hmm. I, because honestly, I've only heard, like, I think, actually just bad guys, uh, bad guy. And so I didn't know that she could actually, like, sing, sing. And I think, like, this was her moment and opportunity that, and she took it to showcase that. Oh, yeah. She's definitely a person that people look at the way that she looks and they hear bad guy. And then they forget this girl can actually sing. And I mean, like, sing well. Yeah. Um, like, she just has such a delicate and beautiful voice that I feel like is underappreciated at times. But, you know, I I, I thought she did a great job. Um, and, yeah, love that. But you know what surprised me that really shouldn't have? What the? What were Aerosmith <laughs> and Run DMC doing on this stage? I wish I could say I hated this performance, but <laughs> the chaos of it all, <laughs> especially at the end where there was so much to look at, including the Kobe jersey that just was held up, and man, like the performance ended for like thirty seconds, and man still was holding that jersey up with everything in him and I just <laughs> I loved it all <laughs> I, I need to I go back and see specifically what I text you because here's the thing I feel like what what sums up this performance as a whole was they showed Flav of Flav who I don't even, I don't even know if you know who that is <laughs> I do you do okay ridiculous person if you don't know who Flav of Flav is Go look him up. If you know who New York Tiffany Pollard is, you know who <laughs> Flavor Flav is. Okay? They showed this band in the middle of the performance, which I think just speaks to, one, why the hell was Flavor Flav at the Grammys in 2020? Wait, yeah, you're, wait you're so right. What? <laughs> why was he there? And number two... Why was he? I feel like he was the only one on 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 camera because everyone else looked shocked, shocked. I had no idea what to do. So I also don't know if I like liked it because I felt weirdly nostalgic for it because I have like a weird thing where I feel nostalgic for things that happened in the eighties and nineties, even though I experienced them. But like I watched like a the CNN documentary. And like mm-hmm. talked about how like this was like a really big deal in music when they like collabed, mm-hmm. um, and like because it was like these black and white artists going together. But I just was like, I don't know. I mean, that's why I liked it. <laughs> I uh, it was so much. I loved it. It was too much. It was too much. Another thing that I thought was just too much though was this little Nas X performance. <laughs> oh my god. It was, I, it was, there were 50 people on the stage, Brianna. <laughs> I need to get my army uh, card revoked because, so let me just start with this. Because we, this summer, I like obviously became a BTS fan, but also I was very, very committed to Little Nas X Old Town Road 
like breaking the Despacito record. Because I was like, he's a black person. I must support. So like I listened to these songs, and he like I also listened to these remixes because like obviously I was listening to the BTS one because it was the summer. But also I love Mason Ramsey, and I loved his verse in this song. Tell me why when we were watching this performance, like I was like bopping along to like my boys doing their little thing. Mason came on and I literally rapped out loud with him. <laughs> and then it was like, um, I'm not gonna repeat it, the last line. We're just gonna he finished his verse, I finished the verse with him, and my housemate goes, Oh, she's a fan fan. How is that problematic? It was for the cause. Like I literally listened to it because I just wanted him to beat the record. I know, which is noble. Yeah, like which it was is like very little, noble. Yeah, like it's not like I I'm not like not a fan of Little Nas X. Like I support him. I love Panini. It's a Bob, I think. Um, and that's what I just want to support him and just very organically. So I can't say like I don't, I was really nervous for his performance. Not gonna lie, but I actually really enjoyed it. All right. Well, I, someone who wait, gave one. <laughs> I was so excited for fucking Demi Lovato. You know this. This was amazing. <laughs> Sorry to People cut you were off. Mad. People were mad. Why? Because, well, because she yelled, which she, that's how she sings. I feel like we have to give, you know, give her, you know, realistic expectations. That's how Demi, that's what Demi does, you know? She mm-hmm. belts. Yeah. That's no, I out. fully. In order to get that point across, like that kind of desperation, she needed to yell. Because, like, yeah. it's like, when she, like, she's literally like, in the quiet part, she's literally saying, like, why am I singing if no one's listening? Why am I praying if no one's like it's it, like she really feels like she's not being heard. And so when she is, you know, crying out for help, yeah, you know, that just is what it is. And I feel like that that is a part of this that's just a part of the makeup of the song, you know. So I really appreciated it. No, I really enjoyed it. I I'm always a fan of Demi. I think she's my favorite from that era of Disney Channel. Um and I I, th- I think she killed it. Like it was kind of like this performance was really like I think a lot of people were really like had high expectations for it. And I thought she she met my expectations for it. So I, I think she killed it one. But I was it also frustrated me a lot because I had to think about the fact that like you know Everyone else, like everyone else in that era, gets so many tries and so many, you know, mm-hmm. oh, like good for you, like comebacks. Like every time Miley is like doing good and she posts a picture where she's actually showered and her hair is curled up, or like every time that Selena even blinks in the public eye, people are like, oh my gosh, America's sweetheart, like she's overcome so much, like love her. And no one gives Demi that, you know, that love. Yeah, and she's been, she was sober for six years, like, out of control. And, like, no one really, like, I think, like, people just didn't, like, appreciate. Like, I was like, that girl worked hard to do that. Really hard. Really hard. Yeah, she does not, you're right. She does not get the same, like, respect or just, like, I think, like, love. She's the best singer. Exactly. It was just, I, I just feel like in the bodies of work that Demi has put out, like... Since the beginning, with Flawland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. 
the, those are great albums. Like Demi has always put out just great work. I just she has not gotten her accolades. She she hasn't gotten her moment where she's been able to be America's sweetheart. And honestly, America, you guys need to wake up. Yeah, facts. Uh, I I always will support her. Like I want the best for her, um, and her journey of sobriety, for sure. T. Well, let's just you know, I feel like the rest of the um, of the performances, it sounds really really bad, but we could just hit the highlights because you know they weren't anything that we were all just waiting on. I think the tribute to Nipsey Hussle was fine. Um, it was there was a lot. A lot happened. Actually, I will say I love the backup dancers in this one. Yeah, great backup dancers. Yeah. Um, I actually really also enjoyed Rosalia. I know that you felt like she was set up to fail, but I I thought she did well. I just think that people all night, like I feel like it every every time this happens, people are like Rosalia, Rosalia, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm ready, I'm ready, and then like she comes out, and I'm like, oh, okay. But that was, I I. Not my favorite, like, entire lineup of Grammy performances, you know, like, from top to bottom. But I will say there's, like, some that I'll probably, like, look back at from a few years from now and be like, yes, I did enjoy that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like in this, you know, this year, it was either I loved it or it was forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, no, or... Not even it was forgettable because there was also that category of like, what the heck is happening? But I will forget this. <laughs> I right. will never forget Aerosmith and Rodeo <laughs> You're right. It's loved it, forgettable chaos. <laughs> I, yeah. Actually, <laughs> wait, 100%. Those were the three category performances. Uh, but anyways, let's jump into these nominees and these and these winners and close out this year's grant. So, I mean, the thing with the Grammys is that it's, I never feel like I understand their method to their madness ever <laughs> with nominations. Um, I generally feel like winners make sense, but I mean, there have been times where they haven't. But, like, nominations for me, just sometimes I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, but this year, I, like, part of me felt like that with this year, and part of me was like, these were expected. Like, we've been hearing about Lizzo, Little Nas X, and Billy all year. Mm-hmm. What winners were you surprised at? <sighs> I can't really say I was, like, surprised. I don't know. In the problem, I... Like, I think the thing with this year is, like, I feel like, like, I don't know. I don't think, personally, that they were devalued, the awards this year, but I think a lot of people may have felt that way. And so, like, the I don't know. The vibe of the awards, to me, just were low-key. Like, not, it didn't seem like that many people, like, Tyler, the creator, was excited, but a lot of other people just didn't seem excited about their awards. Yeah. And even still, did you, you saw Tyler Creator's, um, you know, his, his, comments after he won his award right no i didn't what are you talking about okay tyler creator came out and basically said you know he's really grateful for the award and you know a grammy is a grammy but he also feels like you know 
they see him, they see a black man and they say, oh, he's urban, which is just another, he, in his words, he says it's just another word to say the N-word. Yeah. Or it's, you know, and they just put him in the rap category when really that may not, you know, sum up the work that he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, cool. I got a Grammy, but I also won it for a rap album when this album isn't a rap album. Yeah. You know? They, I, I'm very curious about next year's nominations because, like, I think that they were lucky that Lizzo and Little Nas X came out on the scene this year, but, like, the Grammys, I don't have the best reputation about being diverse um slash not racist so exactly um and yeah (laughs) i'm gonna say something that's gonna be very problematic it's not my sorry not sorry this week but it's super close you may even you know have some things to say about it but i feel like that's what happened to ariana and here's why she has really like stepped into what she's like the music that she wanted to you know record which is your seven rings which is you know your um like it's it's deeper it's more of an r&b vibe Mm -hmm. it's you know even into hip-hop at times because she is kind of rapping i guess it's very soulful and we've seen year and year again that those albums do not win Grammys. They'll very well be, you know, nominated. Beyonce has tons of nominations. Yeah. But did she win album of the year? Did she win record of the year? No, she didn't. And I feel like Ariana has, even though she's a white woman, we're not going to deny that she is a white woman. She's Mm -hmm. dabbling too, she's playing too close to the fire that people know, like, yeah, she can sing and she can do, you know, whatever, but it's too quote unquote urban for Grammy voters to give it, you know, its due credit. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. I just, oh, man, I, I'm just hoping it gets better because, like, now I'm like curious about like a lot of things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't, like, I will say I've not listened to Billy's album, so I can't, like, speak on saying, like, it didn't deserve to sweep. But I'm I'm very curious if it actually did deserve to sweep. I, and the thing is, the album didn't sweep. Bad Guy swept. And you've heard yeah. Bad Guy. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, even, like, even to that end, when you come to, like, record of the year, I'm thinking of something that you know people were playing you know and singing you know like all the time i would have given it to truth hurts before i gave it to bad guy completely to be completely honest so like i honestly i fail every year to understand the difference between record of the year and song of the year i believe the record of the year has more to do with plays than it has to do with the song and then song of the year is actual songwriters okay that makes sense cool cool yeah no i mean like i didn't i don't think it should have won either record or song of the year if that's the case mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's just but also Liz is black so like you say that she 
would win. You should say that she should win. I'm saying who's to say that she would win. Yeah. But I just feel like like you can't like but even when it comes to song of the year, you can't say that like I'm tired of Truth Hurts. I truly am. I want her to come out with some new music because I feel like she's a great artist and I feel like she's like she's a great lyricist. Yeah, but you've also been a fan a lot longer. You've also been a fan a lot longer than a lot of people. Yeah. I've yeah, I've been a fan for a long time. Before Lizzo, before a lot of you knew who, you know, Lizzo and her ass. But um the the thing is is that you can't say she's not a lyricist. Like that song like Truth Hurts is just so clever. It like I feel like it, it has the the rhyme and the like it, it just has the poeticism of a rap in my mind. Like in a way that like songs usually like yeah they're catchy, but this is more than catchy. Like I said, this is clever. And I, I, I really I just really like her wordplay in this song. I I feel like bad guy just doesn't <laughs> add up to it. Yeah, I definitely I agree with that. Like is I I will say though, I do you just I I do feel bad for Billy for like multiple reasons. I like the first one was, like, whenever she, like, didn't want to win, um, or, like, she, like, was, like, the please don't be me. I think it was an album of the year at that point, the mm-hmm. last one. Yeah, but, like, I felt bad for her, because I, like, was thinking, I was, like, she is so, like, she has been, like, in the game for a minute, but she's still, like, so young in her career. Like, at this point, where else does she go? Yeah. You swept the Grammys. Even if some may say it's not deserved or not, like, she still has that. Yeah. People need to stop saying that it's not deserved. She makes great music, and like I said, she's a, she's a beautiful singer. And I think she, she does, I, you, if you do anything to do, like, to delve into a little bit more Billie Eilish after this, definitely go look at her music videos. I know that the Grammys don't focus on music videos. However, um, it's she she's just a great artist in that way yeah no I like I will I don't know when I'm gonna listen to the album I guess I could now <laughs> I couldn't listen to it before um for like play reasons um I like but after her performance I do think that she is a decent artist I just have my own problems with her immensity yeah, but I think Ari, I like, I can't say like Ari and Lizzo like didn't deserve, like, that's the thing is like, it wasn't, it's not like a year, like, when, like, even that year, when it was like Lord versus Bruno, like, it's very evident those, those two were like superior in the categories, and it was just like about who would win. Um, and then like, kind of saying eliminate and like Adele, I just like this year, it wasn't like, I don't think there was anyone that I was like, obviously, that's the clear. Or those are the top two people who deserve to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when it came to best pop vocal album, though, I think it should have gotten Ariana over Billy. And my thing is, y'all gave Ariana uh, the the same Grammy for Sweetener, which is a half the album that Thank You Next is. Yeah, that is so true. Uh, yeah, oh, man. 
But like they probably didn't think that thank you next was pop enough, so Exactly. Which like I guess that just gets into this whole urban thing which I mean I'm trying to think I don't think there's anything else that really like stood out to me besides Billy sweeping and the lack of like the pop vocal thing. I mean <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean everything else, you know. I don't know. Just to sum up the Grammys as a total, I'm not going to lie, I was a little underwhelmed this year. Yes. Yeah, same. I mean, there. I don't know. I guess because, like, I think in, like, our late high school, maybe our first year in college, it was, like, we had, like, three or, like, two or three, like, great Grammys, and, like, not necessarily great in the way that, like, they turned out, but, like, because of, like, some of the controversy and, like, the performances were on point. Like, it was, like, just interesting. And this one just was very... Like, I I could have been watching the uh, music video awards, honestly. T. Just... And that's, that's what... I think that's what it was. It was felt off. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe it was, you know, cozy and how everyone was kind of, like, do we celebrate? Do we not? Like, I, I feel like there was just, a, I feel like the whole day just had weird vibes. But as a whole, I was just like, okay, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it just, like, I, like, I do remember thinking about that, like, halfway through. It, it felt, it did not feel like a Grammy. It low-key did feel like an MTV <laughs> music video awards. <laughs> yeah, but just not as funny. Yeah. And, oh, I don't know. Maybe because, like, I, I don't, I think maybe, too, part of it was, like, the artists this year, like, obviously, like, I don't think any of them didn't deserve to be nominated, but because it's, like, I feel like they're more casual than before. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, like, it's more like, casual? Like, I guess, like, it's, like, oh, like, Maybe because they're maybe they're younger than I feel like they used to be. Maybe we're just closer in age to them. Like we're getting older. You're right. Like I take Bruno, Beyonce, and Adele more seriously than I take Billy and Little Nas X. You're right. And even like Ari in a little bit. Like I respect Ari, and I think she's phenomenal. But it's like, oh, like yes, I love that she's nominated because like she's not my homegirl, but she feels like it. You know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I would go get a drink with Ariana. Yeah, and I so that's do why that I'm... with Beyonce. I would cry. Yeah, like that's why it's like it like it didn't feel like the grown up Grammys that we're used to. I think. Mm-hmm. Which makes you wonder about this new wave of music and you know how it's going to really play out. Like, yeah, is I'm not saying that we have to have another Beyonce because I don't think there's ever going to be one. However, when you consider the fact that, you know, you go from, you know, your Madonnas and your, you know, Madonna goes to Britney and Whitney Houston goes to Beyonce, you know, it's like, all right, who's taking over this torch? Who's taking over this superstar, you know, moment that they walk into the room and the room just like goes silent? Yeah, like there's that photo. I want to say it was Katie, Kesha, Katy Perry, Kesha, Nikki, and maybe Gaga. 
and it was like comparing to like uh billy and phineas uh lizzo and little nas x and i as goofy no it was rihanna's in the photo i think it was like rihanna nikki katie and shit i don't remember it was just four pop stars from like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and like one their outfits were all trash but like it was like i don't know i was like i felt like i had so much more respect for them as artists or like not respect i just looked up to them more than i guess i do these people Alrighty, time for us to get into our sorry not sorry's for the week. Um, you're gonna be so mad. I'm ready. Your sorry not sorry is the moment that you're either really excited about for the week, or that you just want to get off your chest because you feel like it has to be said. So, Brie, go ahead. Make me mad this week. I'm ready. So, me and my housemates, we were obsessed with this video for like a good day. Um, I don't, I don't even remember if I saw it on Monday or Tuesday, but it was just a video backstage and you see Mason Ramsey, Billy BTS, Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, like all vibing backstage. You have little Mason going, we're singing for Kobe and everyone starts cheering. And I just was like, man, like so many events in the world this is my Aquarius conspiracy theorist Loki coming out but it was like so many events in the world had to have happened just for like this moment to like happen and it was like even just as simple as like Billy like Miley Cyrus booking Hannah Montana and Billy Ray like getting on like being on that show made him like relevant enough with like a younger crowd so that when Lil Nas X collabed with him it like boosted Lil Nas X's career and like Lil Nas would probably think like collabing with Billy Ray was going to have him be at the Grammys you know but it's just like the fact that like this song took off and became the meme that it was where it had all these collabs and all these people are gathered together as Mason is literally giving them a pep talk I loved it (laughs) (laughs) And it really, I want to say, it's such a time capsule of, like, I think of what 2019 really was. I have to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to log off. I, uh... Did I show you that video? I don't remember if I sent it to you or I don't not. even want it. I don't even want it. I don't even Don't you do it's, it. No, it's actually, like, <laughs> it's low-key precious. Maybe now I'm maybe I'm biased because Mason is like now an army. Um but like I like it's I love that video. It made my day. It made my week. <sighs> and my housemates and I cackled at it for ten minutes. We put it on our TV. We air like air dropped it into our TV to watch it. Oh my gosh. But what's your sorry not sorry? Sorry not sorry, Bree's canceled. Anyways. I have a second one too. Alright. Do you want to go or do you want me to go? Do you want to hear my second one? You know what? I low-key have two too. So I'll give a video that I really love, which is a video that you um that you sent me today. Which I had already seen it, but then you sent it to me and I was like, Oh my god. Let me watch the whole thing. 
<laughs> Harry Styles singing with Lizzo made my whole week. I was like, you know what? This next race isn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything else about it or no? No, I just wanted to say if you haven't seen it, it's wholesome. Go watch it. It made my week. Maybe it'll make yours. Um, my second, sorry, not sorry, also the video. Um, it was the one, I want to say it wasn't Diddy leading it. It was like the cheers where he was like, we're like black billionaire. Black excellence. Black yes! excellence. I, that was also so pure and precious. I love that video. Yes. We're out here in these streets. Be ready for us. It's 2020. Black excellence. Yes. We're out here. I had to retweet it. I said, yeah, give me this energy. I loved, I loved it. We were honestly the the sorry not sorry not even sorry at the fact that um everyone goes to Beyonce and Jay Z's Grammy brunch and then does not go to Frankie's. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh J and B, yes. Everything else, absolutely not. The actual <laughs> event, nope. As it should be. As it should be. Black excellence. <laughs> Oh, a moment. Happy Black, uh, Happy Black History Month, everyone. Yeah. Um, but my thing that I'm super excited about is, um, it's coming out next Friday. I'm pretty sure is Birds of Prey. Um, oh yes. Which is, uh, if you don't know, it's a which I don't see how you wouldn't. It's going to be DC's next superhero superhero slash villain movie about Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. And one, Suicide Squad, not good. We're not even going to act like it was. Um, or that it was even promising, because it wasn't. Wonder Woman, I was okay with. I thought it was really long, you know. Like, just in general, DC movies as of late, we all know they haven't been great. However, Birds of Prey has put out two songs on its soundtrack, one featuring Meg Thee Stallion and Normani, Go stream because we love black queens. We love supporting our sisters. Diamonds. It's a soundtrack song. It's not, you know, a, it's not, you know, like just a, oh my gosh, this is a phenomenal, you know, whatever. However, it is a bop. You can throw it back. So I suggest you go do it. Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Go stream it now. Um, but also Doja Cat is featured on this um is featured on the the soundtrack. And honestly, we love the diversity. We love uplifting just badass women. So I feel like just off of the soundtrack alone and the visuals that have come along with the, with the soundtrack songs, like the singles that they're putting out right now, I yeah. feel like it's hyped me up to actually go out and see this movie like on the first weekend that it comes out, which is very rare for a DC movie. So I'm... Super excited. No, I actually am really excited too. Um, I actually, um, popular opinion, like Suicide Squad. Um, so, and the fact that like I actually enjoyed that, I feel like people probably don't want it to have the same vibe, but I feel like it may have a similar vibe to that movie. So I'm excited. Well, and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> on that note... Yeah, and also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars um, and comment and subscribe and all that jazz. 
comment, subscribe. Make sure you're sharing with your friends, with your moms, anybody who's going to be in a car, you know. Scream it mm-hmm. out on the sidewalk. Write it on your on your chalkboard if you're at school, you know. <laughs> Just be out here in these streets because we're out here in these streets for you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.